Welcome to the In Your Corner podcast. My name is Tony Douglas, and I'm here with my wife, Erica. And our mission is to help young, up-and-coming athletes reach their fullest potential on and off the field. As always, we truly appreciate you tuning in, and we hope you get something out of this episode. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Today, Eric and I are going to be interviewing Brandon Carnes, who is a professional Adidas-sponsored track and field athlete. He specializes in the short sprints, so the 60 meters, the 100, and the 200, and he's just a fast guy. Um, he was a, he was a 16-time uh, Missouri Valley Conference champion in both indoors and outdoors. He was the 2017 Midwest Regional Athlete of the Year, second team All-American. He was undefeated um, in his four years of college. He never lost to anyone in his conference. Brandon is from Bradenton, Florida. His indoor personal records in the 60, he's run a 6.54 and outdoor. He's run a legal 10.06, and with wind, he has actually run under 10 seconds in the 100 meters, 9.97, and his, his 200 meters is 20.25. So he's got the times, and, and all in all, Brandon's just a great guy. We've gotten to know him over the years, and um, he has a great positive outlook on life. Um, he's larger than life. He's got some crazy dance moves. So if you want to check him out on Instagram, his handle is at B C D O E 13. His nickname is the Black Panther. So if you want to give him a shout out, uh, just know that. And we really hope you get something out of this. So enjoy the show. All right. So we are here with professional Adidas sponsored track and field 100 meter track star Brandon Carnes. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Good. <laughs> Um, so thanks so much for coming out today and, you know, talking with us. So we, we want to, over this, uh, over this interview, we want to dive into, you know, how you got to where you're at. Like we want, we want to know the secret sauce, the secret sauce, uh, uh. <laughs> but you don't have to get into it yet. Uh, but you know, I, hopefully we'll find out some of the things that you've done, some of the experiences you've had, mm-hmm. um, just to hopefully give a kid out there that's wanting to go down this track, something that they can take. Um, so tell us a little bit about, um, you know, where it all started with you for track. Well, it all first it all started my freshman year of high school. Uh, I never ran track a day in my life until then. That's how I was able to get the chance to. And, um, you know, I'll say my freshman year really paved the door to success in track and field. And, and it grew in my heart real quick. And... You know, I were, was you, playing were, you, were you fast, like, right off the bat? I mean, had, had going when you were a kid? Were, no, he says no. No. <laughs> I, I was like, like, I wasn't always fast. Like, like my closest friends, they'll tell you, we used to always race. I, I never, like, beat them, you know what I mean? And even in elementary, like, I was always competitive, but, like, I always lose, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, I was just, I always worked hard to get fast. And um, playing football at the time, um, I was. That's when I kind of knew I was. I was fast in a way because I was the fast person on the team. Yep. But after that first year of running track in high school, that's when that's I kind of knew it was a gift. Would you say that football was like your first love, or was oh it yeah, definitely. Sport, football? football was definitely my first love. What what position? Receiver. 
Where you could did you have hands? Or oh yeah, you, okay. nah, I, I couldn't <laughs> win in college for <laughs> for real. Mm-hmm. But I stopped playing just yeah. because track was just that much better. Yeah, yeah. I knew I would have more success. I would say in track. Yeah, and then you know not worrying about getting hurt or damaging my future. Yeah. So so uh, with track, you said you knew like okay, I'm fast. Like take us to that moment, that first time where you're like. Well, my my first actual ever race, high school race, I won. Yeah. So, hundred. Mm-hmm. And a hundred. Um, I remember my high school coach telling me to make varsity. You got to run like eleven five and lower. And my first, I went like eleven seven. And like at the end of the season, I went eleven four nine. So, and you know, I was like almost that. I was almost an alternate to go on a football one team to go to state. So I just knew I had you know something there. And this is this is it. This is in Florida. So this is yeah. like. Yeah, this is in Florida, so... Real deal track. And, um, yeah, and then, like, going into spring ball, we ran 40s, and still as a freshman in high school, I went 4-5 flat in the 40. Faster than everybody. Automatically got bumped at the varsity. So that's how I knew kind of, I was like, dang, you know, because I understand... We got something. You know, football speed compared, so I was like, okay, 4-5 flat as a freshman. So, yeah, so... (laughs) So, yeah. So, so... Going from your freshman to sophomore year, did you work on your craft, or was it just kind of like went from freshman to sophomore, and we're like, oh, you know, we're we're gonna get faster. Obviously, we're getting older. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, um, yeah, I worked a lot harder because I was always me. I, I'm always like a person on repeat. Like I watch film on my, you know, people I look up to in the sport, and I listen to my coach. My high school coach was like one of the greatest coaches. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I know technique was my was my strength, mm-hmm. so I constantly worked on technique, you know. And um, the strength part, obviously, I learned about be, being strong later on. Yeah. yeah. But um, <clears throat> technique was a big factor to me at the time, and and that's what helped me get down to like running from eleven four nine to ten seventy. That's a huge jump. Yo. Yeah. So was that in from, one year? Was that freshman to sophomore year? Yeah. Whew. That's big. Yeah. So like sophomore year, I was running eleven one consistently, and then at districts went ten seventy. Cool. Yo. Well, we were talking before this that you and I have something in common, and that's that neither of us won a state championship. Yeah. Unlike this dude. Over here. <laughs> so how um, did that? Do you feel like that fueled you or defined you, or was that always something that was like a sour note in your? Um, like and how close? Did, how close did you get? Was well, it a goal? I was. I got bronze and everything. One, two, and four by one senior mm-hmm. year. And the thing is, I was so close to winning by a hundredth. Mm-hmm. What'd you What'd you run? What time? It, it was slow. It was like I went ten eight two. The person one went ten eight one, but we ran in the storm and rain, yeah. and I had a broken hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but um. Yeah, it, like, because, you, you know, in States, you have prelims, finals. Yeah. It was it was so bad, it just made it a final. Oh, and, wow. You know, it was just like, you know, I was a favorite to win um, my senior year. So, so I, but I never won. Uh, I wish I could have, <laughs> but I, that fueled me going into yeah. college. Wherever I go, um, I was going, you know, yeah. be the best. Guns are blazing, right? Yeah. So what made you choose coming? You went to UNI, so Northern University of Northern Iowa. So out of all the schools, you know, from Florida to Iowa, that's kind of a jump. Yeah. Well, see, my thing is I knew I wanted to leave Florida. I knew staying home would be a distraction. 
in a way. And I knew if I want to go to the next level, I can't be distracted. And and I just wanted, and I knew I had my goal set and I stuck to it. And um, even that adversity I went through at UNI, like having coach, like three coaching changes, but managing to still work hard and four different weightlifting coaches, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, I just had to stay positive and stay faithful. Is, is that a practice for you? Like, when did you, because I think a lot of athletes just go through the motions, right? Like, <clears throat> show up to practice, this is what I'm supposed to do, I'm just yeah. supposed to. Um, and, and when you have coaching changes and you have, you know, things that happen that are bad and you're just, it's so easy and you see it with so many athletes where it's, you just go into this, oh, woe is me, pity party, you know, let's blame everybody else. How did you keep that mindset of like, I got to stay positive? Were you just, aware of it? Just because like, um, well, like, yeah, I was aware, but that, like at the end of the day, I knew if I, I put the work on, put the work in on the track and in the weight room and outside of track, I was still studying. Like, you know, my mindset was always like, Dang, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. You know, I see, I see little, like the little things. Yep. And and studying some track too. Oh yeah, obviously. yeah. Like, and that's all I did really. And just the motivation. Like, I had friends out of high school that reached the success I wanted to get way faster. Mm-hmm. So, and that just kept me motivated. Like, man, I got, you know, I gotta get there. I gotta get there. And yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, so you studied track outside of track. How did you how do how did you build that practice? Because I think a lot of athletes they show up to practice, and that's about it. How did you start to build? Here's how I start. Here and did somebody tell you that, or did you just figure that out on your own? Um, like I don't know. Like my mindset was different from a lot of people, and and me coming being from Florida in the Iowa environment, you know, most of the the people I, I like my class. Most of those guys were already state champions. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, I'm like, dang, y'all won states? Like, what, what it feel like? <laughs> so, but I don't think their mindset going into college, some of them, when they, like, uh, had a first college race and they lost, they just. Surprising. Yeah. They were just like, ah, you know, I, I can't compete with nobody. Mm-hmm. That one, that one, my case, you mm-hmm. know, like, I was I just, always hungry. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, talk down, but that's just. Yeah. What I saw yeah. at the time. And um Success is like the gift and the curse sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well I think that's just a lot of people adjust to college so differently because I think sometimes you know, you master kind of the level you're at in the high school level and then you kinda of think it's gonna be the same thing going into college, but it's like it's just you level up mm-hmm. and it's hard to find yourself in there sometimes. You can either crumble or you can yeah. rise to the top. And and we obviously saw at you and I, especially we met you later in your career at mm-hmm. you and I. So we saw, you know, Brandon Carnes. He's he's <laughs> he's dominating, you know, Missouri uh, Valley. Missouri yeah. Valley, and he's you know he's going to nationals and he's an All American. When did that start? When did when did you start getting that success in college? I say just like in high school, my sophomore year. It's a crazy thing. Sophomore year of high school. That's when I first went to state. Sophomore year of college is when I first went to nationals, mm-hmm. and it was like that. Um, 
So I'll say my sophomore year, that's when I kind of gained uh, a little recognition recognition for you and I, and in the sprints program. You know, I don't know when the last person individually went to nationals for you and I. Mm-hmm. I know the four by one did, but um, not, I don't know for individual and one and two. Um, so so that was a little taste of it. Uh, it was just a learning curve. But um, did you have did you how did you do at that first national? Nah, not too good. Yeah. Like I was nervous about it, yeah. but like I mean, that was just a big stage. You know, I I, I went like being at U and I, we 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 always went to like just meets in the Midwest, not no SEC schools. You right. know, so when I first saw that kind of, it was just like man, okay, gotta be yeah, gotta be on the A game. Yeah. But I know I still had a lot to learn. I was just blessed and and thankful that I made it there. Yeah. So that's how I knew I could do be more. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the second year you went back, you were more prepared? Mentally, yes. Uh, I was more prepared. Um, but then again, I made it in the 100. Could I should have. I would have made it in the two, but that year um, it was bad weather, and all the rules changed of making it to nationals. You had to like, be the heat winner and stuff like that, oh, and okay. it was one round, so it won two rounds. So that year was just ridiculous. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I still made it in a hundred, and that's why I really wanted to make it in. Mm-hmm. And um, and like I was prepared, I just didn't execute like I should have. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. And so, uh, when did you have that like breakthrough of? Do you ever remember a moment too when you hit a certain time where you're like, oh, um, here we go. Well, definitely my sophomore year in the hundred when I had PR, I went ten two four, and that's kind of was that was my breakthrough I would say in my eyes, but it wasn't enough. My breakthrough really I think came my senior year, honestly. Yep. Um, so tell us about that. <clears throat> so, um, well, it started with uh, the first indoor meet I opened up at Iowa, in the sixty, I went six sixty, prelim. And then the final 659, that was just huge to me. That was, like, number two in the country all year. That's awesome. And indoor and outdoor, I went um, – I, I won uh, Midwest – NCAA Midwest Athlete of the Year. <clears throat> so so that was an honor, you know, like being the top athlete in the Midwest. Um, yeah. And that, that was, like – that's when I would say that was my breakthrough because at indoors nationals I I got honored an award in front of all these you know the athletes here so I would say that was my breakthrough um, and then outdoors when I PR'd and went ten oh I was running ten one consistently mm-hmm. I went down to Florida for a meet in front of my family and PR broke the school record and and that was just a breakout year for me. Yeah. Yeah. Was that well, had you always known you wanted to pursue being a professional track and field athlete or was it certain successes were like, "Oh, maybe this is a possibility." No, I knew from high school I wanted to be a professional. I got a video on YouTube um like winning like uh, my um county's athlete of the year and I literally say everything that I do now. That I'm doing now, literally. Yeah, you talked about um, distractions and not being distracted, you know, having distractions. So have you always been aware of 
things that do distract you can distract you and like what are your strategies for kind of like blocking them out cutting them out so, of your circle yeah I was always aware of what can distract me and and I always just try to stay away from it obviously like you know obviously you know how people get to college and want to experience that life and let's talk about it yeah <laughs> yeah not me like like I'm not gonna lie yeah like like I can go out with my my teammates but I always hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I've never drink. I don't drink, mm-hmm. and um, and that was what separate separated me from everybody else. Yo, and um, one of my one of my favorite sayings is, "If you want to stand out, you got to stand out." Yeah. And um, I I just think it's good for young athletes to hear that though because they see you know mm-hmm. they see the glamorous life yeah. and they see this. And they don't realize that if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're gonna be doing. You're gonna yeah, do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's why, I like, like I'll say, I, I reached the success I did at U and I. Um, you know, I, I worked hard and and I was just always trying to like lead by example. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can ask every single one of my friends that I was on a team with. Brandon don't drink. He don't do none of that. All right, you know, so, so yeah, so I was just like, I was, I was, I was trying to be positive about things and not doing it, like never did anything stupid, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of, sometimes, you know, college freshmen come in and, and leave home and, and like kind of somewhat forget what they was taught or, you know, and, and they got to make sure they stay on, stay on their toes, go to class and, and do what you came, what you signed up to do. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, in college you really, you you'll really find out if you really love this sport. You yeah, know, that's, that's what I was told before, and yeah. you know, and some people who who like come in playing football and and it's not what they expected. They don't, you know, they yeah. end up quitting, being a regular student. So so college sports are not always for everybody, but you got to be willing to put the work in. And I would say, like, um, out of high school. My brother was like, he um, he was basically like, like everything that happened with him, I learned from. Mm-hmm. You know, like unfortunately, he had made some, well, hit some bumps on the roads, and and you know, I'll just learn from them, and so I so I wouldn't make them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we all have that. Yeah. Yeah. In some form or another, whether it's friends, family, yeah. like someone's. Someone's ahead making those mistakes yeah. that we we either learn from or we follow in, and mm-hmm. somebody else is going to learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Adidas contract. It, not con- we don't want to talk about the contract, yeah. but we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk. I mean, I mean that's pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little about just about that moment about like it, was that everything like wrapped a dream, up? Was like a did it feel like a dream come true? Most definitely. Yeah. I mean. To be officially sponsored by them, and and that's been a lifelong dream like, since high school. I used to work at Adidas at LA Mall, mm-hmm. and I remember I remember going in shopping for like some a gear, some gear, and the manager walked up to me. He was like, um, his name was Eugene. I never forget. <laughs> but um, I told him like I was I really love Adidas, and I I'm gonna run professionally for them one day. And that's how I ended up working at Adidas. He was like, "You, you work?" I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> Told me to <yeah. laughs> fill out the application. Wow. <clears throat> so, 
So it's just crazy how like stuff like that happened, and then I end up following with it, and it's, it is a dream come true. Um, you know, I traveled the world, mm-hmm. been to places I never would have thought I'd be, and um, and the, the experience overseas is 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 is, is phenomenal. That's cool. So, what's the adjustment been like from <clears throat> college, having all this? success and kind of people knowing your name and having teammates because on the professional circuit you probably don't have the same kind of team camaraderie and stuff so what's the adjustment been like from college to the pro level the I mean it's definitely um, a big adjustment you know being from college to pro you know as a pro you know you it's really just you you know like a coach you know can but you got to do all the right things as a as a professional athlete, and you know if you don't put the the work in, it's gonna show, kind of. And um. And like even like being an individual, obviously like you don't got that team support like you you do unless you make a team. You have that support, okay. and that's obviously one of the hardest things to do in America, <laughs> right. is make a, a a U.S. champ team, or Olympic team, so. But like I mean, in the pro circuit, you do you do gain, you know, some friends or some, like like me, like I've been around the Olympians and and I and I talk to them and gain knowledge from them, so so that was obviously like like my goal to get knowledge from them, what they what they had to go through, what they learned and what they did to be you know gold medalist or a medalist, so and. You know, first year out as a you know rookie, basically on a pro circuit, it's, you know it, it don't always go how you expect it. You know, when you you're not used to traveling 14 hours back and forth, you know that, that's yeah. a lot on the body. So I had to learn that the hard way, and you know, because sometimes my agent give me opportunities to, to race. So and obviously in track and field, you got you know you got to try to make money. <laughs> so it's it's not as glamorous as people may look at it but you know it's definitely a hard job so so you know you just gotta learn from the experience mm-hmm. and just get better from that I've always just we both have just admired your like the the joy that you always bring I mean the hundred meters the sprints you know um you don't have a lot of time to show off to stuff. show off or you you know, it's so quick and it's so fast but it's every time I've watched you it's you bring such joy to what you're doing it's just like everybody catches your eye and watches you and um I just hope you continue and I know you will but just to bring that because it's just so fun to watch and I'm sure it makes you enjoy what you're doing yeah yeah like speaking on that yeah it's just like I enjoy it so much because I'm always like known as Oh, he's running fast. He's like that. I'm like on the radar, but I'm not that big fish, really. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm always on the radar. And so that always keeps me hungry to try to like, you know, get out there and, and make a make a statement, really. You know, I made a statement that I can run with the, the best. Yeah. So I just need to be able to, you know, so yeah. Yeah. take it to another level. Um, and obviously, you've built a habit of excellence like in everything you do. Like, I mean, I watch your videos, and you're, 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 you're making sure your recovery is, is going right. I mean, it's stuff that you maybe take for granted, but other people just aren't doing because mm-hmm. you've made it a habit. Um, so obviously, we want to wish you all the best of luck. Uh, 
I think once we get off here, I want to hear your real goals. Like, cause I know you got, I know, I know you got some, some big ones. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the, the last question we always ask is if you could tell your 14 year old self anything, one piece of advice, what would that be? Like going into like track and stuff or like anything, anything, yeah. um, just to give you a little bit of an edge for, for the future. Just get an education, um, stay in school, and like be around positive people, all at all time, mm-hmm. at all times, and um, just you know, um, be aware of what's going on in the real, real, real world that that you're leading into going to, and you know, just be a positive person in life. Yep. Um, I've seen a lot of people go down dark roads at the age 14 and, mm-hmm. you know, they did not hear or just not, you know, and they had all the talent in the world. So, so that's what I would say. Stay on the right track. Awesome. That's great advice. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and <coughs> spending some time with us before yeah. you make a big move down to Good old Austin, Good old Texas. Texas, yes. Yeah. So we wish you the very best of luck and we'll always be cheering for you. Thank you. So. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We really hope you got something out of that episode. We truly appreciate your support. And our only ask of you is that you share this with someone, whether that be a friend, a family member, a teammate, coach, athlete, someone that you feel could get something out of this. That's how we are trying to grow this movement. Also, it would be very helpful if you could give us a rating on iTunes, um, preferably a five-star rating, as we love that. Like us on Instagram, share this on Facebook, and let's continue to grow this movement. So until next time, just know we are in your corner.